How are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. Ah, <laughs>、uh, so today we are going to be talking about season four, episode two of Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny? Yeah, that's what Letter we do. Letter Kenny. Yeah.、Uh, you know, that one show that we watch. That, that show that we do.、Uh, fuss. Later hosing. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> A fuss <laughs> at the golf course. Um, Uh, today, we'll be joined by our guest hosts, Martin and Dan, or Marty and Dan. Or which do you prefer?、Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm Martin when I'm at work.、Okay. You're, not pay- you're not paying me. So, honestly, it makes me Marty.、Right. I, I like Martin and Dan, though. It makes us sound like Las Vegas like, magicians. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Martin's laughing. <laughs>、uh, of, of the podcast, Breaking Mayberry. So, it's a,、uh, it's a very. Deep dive into the real a little bit. In, into, into,、uh, well, I'll let you guys explain it. Yeah. So, you know how you,、uh, the two of you, did something interesting where you saw a TV show that was currently airing and was very popular and you enjoyed it and you decided to make a podcast about it? You guys did that. True.、Uh, yeah. And that's, that's one way to do it.、Uh, We took a m- different approach. You might say it's the coward's way. <laughs>、um, the real podcasters would take a television show from 50 years ago <laughs> that no one cares about except for your grandparents, but we all kind of know about it. Oh, yeah. And then they would commit themselves to it for eight seasons <laughs> and let it slowly drive them insane. Yeah. As they start to just watch the beginnings of everything. Dark in America <laughs> unfold <laughs> and just watch as like, so much more stuff about your relationship with your grandparents suddenly makes sense、yep. because you're watching the Andy Griffith. So that, that, that's the show. We watch the Andy Griffith show along with other classic television.、Uh, we've done Frasier. We're doing a, an upcoming miniseries on I Dream of Jeannie. Nice.、Uh, and, we, <laughs> and we do it very similar to how you do Letter Kenny. We、mm-hmm. kind of do like play by play commentary and breakdowns of it. But a lot of it is、um, just A, Seeing what the hell was this show? Why, why was it so popular? And B, what like ideas and what thoughts manifested themselves kind of into the American consciousness? Because this show in particular was huge at the time,、mm. never,、mm-hmm. never ever in all of its eight seasons run、uh, dipped below number seven in the rating. Wow. So it was high, like super influential. And there's only three channels. So if you're watching TV on <laughs>、right. Mondays, you're watching the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, yeah, there, there yeah, was no、so. even UHF back then. <laughs> <Right> . So, yeah, we've committed this ourselves as we're about to end season two. We,、uh, we have, just like this show, we have special guests on、uh, to help kind of explain some of the things that we're seeing on the show.、Uh, we've had lawyers、uh, to come on to tell us like, if any of the stuff we're seeing is legal. Because- It never is. It never has ever been. <laughs> literally, half of the joke on the Andy Griffith show is that <laughs> small town police. Regularly abuse their power for their own personal <laughs> gain. Why isn't this a great way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's one episode that's just like prison labor is funny. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the, the, the best way I, I can explain this. Let me show, ask you this. I did, were, yeah. were there black people in that episode? Uh, no, no we, we, I was going to say we're keeping a running、that. tally of、Is、the、it? black people that have shown up. We're at two.、Uh, two black people. Wait, you had two、like. by season two, though. That's actually pretty good. That's more than I thought was going to happen. 
they don't say anything. Yeah. They're just they're just walking around the background. Right. In, the shows, in the show's entire eight season run, a black person speaks once. Uh, yeah, not one right. time. What, what version of the Bechdel test is that? Yeah. And to, to, to right? keep in mind, to keep in mind, this show aired from 1961 to 1968. There was nothing time, going on nothing socially. At all. Yeah. Nothing was happening in North Carolina. A, a, a time when famously black people had a lot of things to say. <laughs> At least one or two. <laughs> the, the 60s, known as a time when nothing changed and everything was pretty static. The, right. The, the best way I can explain this show to people who don't know what we're really talking about is episode one of the Andy Griffith show is Aunt B comes to town. And this old lady has come to town <laughs> to take care of her, 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 her great nephew. And this little boy is upset because this woman that's in his life doesn't know how to play baseball or catch a frog right. or anything. <laughs> that's episode one. Episode two of the Andy Griffith show is there is an escaped convict. He is taking hostages and only Andy with his down home. No doubt. <laughs> know how can take care of him and take him out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. So fast. <laughs> and it treats these things like they are equal in intensity. That yeah. is what's so weird about it. It is. And anyway. so, B, anyway, I mean, and her and her inabilities. It's you know, it's it's a social commentary. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Although, yes, if like, you my big memory of the Andy Griffin show Andy Griffith show was the episode where everyone thought that Opie had an imaginary friend. And I don't yeah. know what season that was. Right. Yeah. And that is season three, episode one. Yes. You're not there yet. Yes. Uh, and, oh my and, God. And, How do you know that off the top of your head, oh. Marty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because multiple people have asked me when we're getting to this episode. I, that's, yes, a, that's a great episode. Because so he head. wears a silver hat and and, and, right? and, and Andy's right on the cusp of ha- having to spank him. <laughs> and I don't want to spank him. Oh, <laughs> if geez. you just tell me the truth. Uh, I think that resonated with me, actually. That's, that's, well, you know, that's <laughs> like telling the goddamn but, truth. But you know what? You watch so many cop shows I when do. they're interrogating people. Yeah. And if you just tell us the truth, we'll go easy on you. And I, yeah, <laughs> and especially that, with teenagers right. when they're interrogating teenagers. <laughs> so, yeah. Just tell me the truth. Brendan we can Dassey. all go home. Brendan Dassey. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> o- Opie is definitely Brendan Dassey. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, has about the cognitive level exactly. of Brendan Dassey. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need yeah. to have some kind of crossover podcast where we talk about <laughs> <laughs> we put true crime people into our idea. Right. Mayberry or something. Well, I mean, yeah. In a, in a, but in a way, Mayberry is, if you, you could think about it, it's it's an eight-season episode of uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, it's Twilight Zone, but the monster. It's just like Twilight Zone setups, but the monster <laughs> or alien just never quite gets there. Like it's, the, it's, the monster it's is you, Bonnie Fart. The monster Bonnie is you. <laughs> we, we've compared it to the Twilight Zone on numerous uh, occasions. Actually, we need to listen to more uh, podcasts. Yes, we, we've, we've also compared it to Justified several oh, times. I love Justified. Oh, you guys are all best uh, friends now, aren't you? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> stop comparing things to Justified. Like uh, I'll too. watch like. Top, I'll watch Top Chef and be like, this is the justified of cooking shows. Like, I'm just like, I'm constantly trying to force that comparison in. Uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite lines is that you, you run into an asshole in, in a day, you ran into an asshole. You run into assholes all day, you're the asshole. <laughs> Can you try to do that again in an olifant voice, just like really getting <laughs> the back of your throat? Uh, well, you know, I, one of my things, and, and if you've ever, if you listen to some of the earlier stuff from Podscure is, 
I, oh yeah. I, I have I have one of I want a I want a remake uh, of Smokey and the Bandit and at, when I first came up with the idea I wanted Timothy Oliphant. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Boy. Yeah. No. You don't, you don't need to finish that sentence. We got you. So, uh, but let's talk about Letterkenny. Oh my god. Let me finish the point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me finish the plug. Where to find you and yeah. everything. Yeah, so so if you want to listen to Dan and I comment on old television, mostly the Andy Griffith show. Uh, we are we're called Breaking Mayberry. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much wherever your casts are pod. Uh, and uh, on Twitter, we are at Break Mayberry. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Schneid Remarks because my last name is Schneider. So that's S C H N E I D Remarks. Dan, you are. I'm at the Luds with two D's. Yeah, so definitely come in uh, and let me to. Like segue us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was that, gonna say, uh, if you want to watch uh, Justified, it's on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the the Jacob Tierney of the of the Andy Griffith Show is a guy named Bob Sweeney who directed pretty much every episode for the like first three seasons, okay. and we we make fun of Bob Sweeney ev- <laughs> relentlessly for really no reason. Bob Sweeney is also the name of Pat Oswalt's character on Justified. Oh, oh my God! Wow! Yeah, <laughs> nice. That was the point. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the point where I thought reality was breaking. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Damn. Okay. Pat. So Bob Sweeney is the Bob Sweeney of Justified as well. <laughs> 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 literally, literally. Yeah. So, all right so okay let's talk, so let's talk about letter kidding um so, right yeah the thing let, this show's so, about right yeah, so, uh so a couple of things right off the top we're going through a logo contest information's on our facebook and our twitter and all that stuff we're also going through a uh, cosplay contest that we're doing Every month, uh, we will, uh, and you'll get you you'll get merch. And uh, the logo contest is if if your logo wins, you will be on our merch, and you will get you will get a piece of merch, and uh, we'll kind of go through that. But anyway, information is on our Facebook, our Twitter, (laughs) all that jazz. Uh, And we also are doing a uh, a new musical artist every week. Uh, This week is a uh, fantastic metal band called Disrupt the Paradigm, and you will have heard them up uh, at the intro, and you will hear them at the outro. Hell yes. So, uh, yeah, great group. Um, And they are uh, on Spotify, so they are in our our own particular Spotify playlist. So, now, on with the show. Uh, (laughs) uh, Recapping real quick, last week was, uh, was which episode, Tiara? Season two, episode one. Which was? Never work a day. In, never work a day in your life. I don't remember. What are you talking about? That was last week. Uh, so, uh, what was the the gist of that? Was that um, what was the gist of that? You don't remember anything. Terry, oh, have you met me? Like someone else starts the conversation, I can talk for yeah. a million miles an hour. But, but yeah. So uh, fun dynamic you guys got here. I know. You really worked out the co-host and responsibility. You know, usually it works just fine, but he's just being an asshole, right? I mean, I'm also trying to remember the plot of Never Work a Day in Your Life, and all I just remember is it's the one before the Goose's episode, right? Uh, so we had Gail's birthday. Yeah, it was. Good. I, I, I know it's so, the one where so, uh, where Wayne does. Is it's the one where so Wayne sets up the no, no Rosie. It. Okay, Rosie and so, Wayne get back together. Rosie and Wayne yeah. have split up. Oh, yes. yeah, and they've been split up for a couple of months. 
Uh, yes, because it's two months later. It's two months later. Uh, uh, this, so yeah, this is. Uh, See, I remember things when we start talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Bradley basically has to get them back together. It's a dual story between Bradley, uh, Bradley, between uh, between uh, Rosie and Wayne and Stormy and I can't remember the other. Uh, Cedo, Cedo, yeah, Cedo, not Cedo, Cedo. This episode, yes. <laughs> so anyway, they end up getting back together. Um, however, interestingly, in this episode of Fuss at the Golf Course, uh, we don't have any Rosie in this episode. No. Uh, but that didn't really happen a lot last season. There was, she would there pop in for a little bit. So I think, Rosie pops in and out at really weird yeah. intervals. She all doesn't quite Wayne's live nearby. Yeah. Do that, really. Yeah. All, all of Wayne's girlfriends kind of like show up and then slightly <laughs> fade into the background. Phase in and out of existence throughout any given yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Well, whether it's yeah, Angie or Tannis, you name it. And yeah. yeah, I wonder like how far out it's obvious that the fruit stand and the farm are not in the city, mm. but it can't be that far away. Well, like I commented on it during this episode uh, when Riley and Joan, like when Riley went back to get Jonesy, uh-huh. uh, how quickly that happened. And yeah. I was like, wait, so <laughs> like trying to figure out. Yeah. <coughs> well, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, you oh, may only okay. have 5,000 people, but you could have very large pieces right, of land. Right. Yeah. So there's two possibilities and we should probably like mention it when we get to it, but either a, uh, that their farm is right down the street from like the center of town, genuinely, and mm. doesn't take Jonesy or Riley any time to drive there. <laughs> or B, or B, Jonesy had been standing there in between those two groups <laughs> for twenty five minutes. True, it could very well equally be equally possible. Well, Jonesy, both of those jo- are possibilities. I mean, if 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 Jonesy is the smartest person that Riley's ever met, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't say much for Riley. Wow. But, <laughs> and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Jonesy had been standing there oh. for 25 plus minutes. Oh, honey. <laughs> Just looking back and forth like a confused dog. Oh. Yeah. It's the cutest uh, image. Uh, so, uh, all right, so, we should talk about that more when we get yeah, to it. Okay. So uh, yeah. anyway, uh, we have the, the open. Uh, your dog, dog was being a DJ the other day. It starts off, uh, Gus is licking on Derry's boots. <laughs> Wayne isn't happy about that because your boots are covered covered in piss. Is that because I you, you're claiming I washed them in the toilet again? Uh, which which brings to mind, I, at some point, Wayne has <laughs> accused Derry of washing his boots in the toilet. Um, uh, I once did a, uh, a six-month uh, pr- prank slash hoax where I convinced a, a, a women, woman friend that uh, all men wash their feet in urinals. <laughs> Like I just like, yeah, it's just what you do. Like when you're in the bathroom, you just like dip, uh, dip your foot in the urinal just to clean your shoe. Uh, and that lasted for six months until someone eventually, uh, uh, let it, let the, the, the prank slide. Huh. Casual gaslighting is what you can expect from yeah, the yeah, pranking yeah, neighbor. friend is what I'm saying. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, this, uh, uh, Squirrely Dan says, "You ever look at the at your feet in the urinal? Uh, there's all, there's enough there's enough piss there to, uh, to for ants to ride sea doos, which led <laughs> into a whole conversation <laughs> about how scientists could get together and, and have <laughs> ants be able to ride sea doos." Uh, which then led into a conversation about honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, that's the <laughs> best part. Where just like partway through the whole conversation, Wayne just goes, 
I don't know. I think about how helpful yes. and resilient that ant was. And I'm just going to say it. I don't think those kids would have gotten unshrunk without him. Yeah. And then they just immediately ignore it and go back to the conversation. But to me, to me the best part of that bit is the, the like pause before it. Because it's like the conversation has slowly yeah. wound down. And then there's a thoughtful pause as if like Wayne hasn't really been paying attention to what the other two are saying. Because he's been thinking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yeah. for the past 30 years. Well, it's, it's me. Well, it's even that right up front, <laughs> right, right up front where he, where he says, well, I think they might be able to, and is it be able to what? Ride sea dues. And yeah. there's like this pause and Dan says, good buddy. <laughs> yes, that's, I literally have been Wayne in this conversation, not necessarily about this, but like, this is another thing that reminds me of someone who is autistic because he, he fixated on something. Oh yeah. Processed yeah. it. Yeah. And then said it. Yeah. And to him, it was the next logical thing he should say. And his friends are like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Okay. Uh, but it's but my friends do that all the time. But to what's me. funny and I about love them that for it. Is, is, is this quote is everybody's a fucking expert. Everybody's a fucking expert. <laughs> they, they, they have that, but they, they have, they say that before they even get to this whole conversation about right. science and how they can, how, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the, yeah, the, the key thing about this scene is that it like sets up all of the recurring gags right. repetitive yes. lines <laughs> yeah. that you see through the rest of the episode. They get funnier every oh, time. God, this, yeah. is what, this is what I mean when I tell people that Letterkenny isn't a sketch comedy show, but it's written very much in the way that a comedy sketch is. Yeah. Yes. With just like repeat repetition and building on a theme and et cetera, et cetera. Well, I think uh, it's more like it's music because like this is sort of these lines uh, must be nice. Everybody's a fucking expert and we ought to leave this world behind <laughs> sort of become the chorus <laughs> I want to leave this world behind. Yeah, it, it, it becomes like the uh, the chorus of of the episode. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's- but, but before we move on from sure. this uh, scene, I do want to talk about um, one of my favorite things that Jacob Tierney does as director when he directs these episodes is like Letterkenny is like actually a very well composed uh, show. Most of the time, the shots are actually very beautiful, even though it's just like a, a bunch of people sitting around a, a truck essentially. Mm-hmm. But what he does with these is he makes like almost conscious. Well, yeah, intentionally bad decisions in otherwise perfectly framed shots. In this case, it's uh, like a perfect shot of the house. It's like follows the rule of thirds beautifully. And it looks great, except because the guys are all sitting down on the porch. Uh, the railing of the porch is in front of all of their faces. Right. You can just kind of see the top of their head sticking out. And it's such, it's such a like decision that no one would, in, would make uh, something you would go to avoid. And he does this. He's just like, here's this intentionally stupid and, thing that we put in this beautifully composed shot. And it rules. I, and I, I, and love I it. think it, and I think it serves two purposes. Number one, it kind of, it, it, it draws your eye t- to that fact. Also, if there's any fuck up in the line, it's easier to fix. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I wonder there, if they like started cracking up in the middle of every time they would do this. Because they're like, done okay, that before. we'll do this. Yeah. And then if yeah. you fuck oh, it the, up, yeah. The last scene in Brilliant. this episode is very clearly voiceovered. <laughs> uh, it's very obviously yeah. voiceovers and, and ADR. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then we uh, then we end up at the produce stand. Um, Riley uh, comes. Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, so just really briefly, I want to lose my mind about this scene because I I would like go to the mat that this is one of the funniest scenes in any comedy show ever <laughs> written. It's just so absolutely perfect because the whole it, it's almost like it turns the entire show up until this point into the setup. And this scene is the punchline yeah. because the precedent for all of Letterkenny is no matter what happens, Wayne and his friends never really get that upset or they don't really get riled up. They get upset, but they're always like, like, even when the produce stand was burned down, they're just like, ah, this is less than ideal. I'm not super happy about this. (laughs) And when, so when, when McMurray comes in and delivers the news, uh, that the, the, about the geese eggs, um, sorry, gooses, gooses, uh, <laughs> gooses, uh, about the gooses eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, when, when Wayne breaks the bottle the first time, you're like, wait, what's happening? He's, <laughs> he seems upset for a second. And then the dairy breaks the second bottle. And you're like, are they being sarcastic? Are they fucking with them? And uh, then, Katie breaks then. the third one. And it's like, what is, I'm so confused right now. This is breaking everything I know about this show. And then when uh, Wayne yells, I've never been so irate my entire fucking life. You realize yep. that this is finally the thing that they get upset about and it's gooses yep it's the killing the babies joke. yes yeah. oh my god Dan, yes let our, let our host explain what's happening <laughs> yeah, before I'm you so get the commentary man i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. i get so, so excited about this <laughs> it's okay. no it's okay it's uh, that's you know that's what we do i mean we kind of we, we break down the scene so the scene basically the scene y'all well, heard first me of, geek out on episode first, well, first of all we, we we left the riley part riley pulls up Right. And to Katie's say, like, to, get Katie, me some sour candies. I need some sour candies, but I just, oh, okay. And and Dan, and Dan says, you got that one trained pretty well, don't you? And so he takes <laughs> off. And then the McMurrays show up. Yes. Uh, and explaining to them about that. The, the, uh, the, the, the coach out at well, the golf course. Right. So the coach at the golf course, and who, who gives a fuck about golf? <laughs> and, it's, and it kind of ramps up from there about the Canada Gooses are taking shits. And yeah, that's what they do. You just, if you're going out, you just step around it well they want to oil the eggs and oh that's when it fucking starts off and yeah and like you said uh (laughs) and and mr and the mcmurray's themselves i mean just how they get they they're, they're, Mrs. McMurray re- always takes that one step too far. Yeah, and the, which well, I fucking yeah. love. I want to. I want to. I want ma- to mail some fucking anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> you take your own ears, all right. <laughs> and and the, they they do a great job oh. of sounding like people who are so mad that they're not making yes. sense anymore. When he just yells like they're Van fucking Guardians <laughs> of the fucking Galaxy. <laughs> the McMurrays are low key the MVPs. Oh, so, oh, yeah. totally. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite scenes with them is in this episode. Yeah, I mean, they, so they they are just. <laughs> I mean, and the, you don't fuck with motherhood and just hold each other's hand. <laughs> and then, and so those the, cocksuckers help each other fly, right? And so, <laughs> so after that, I'll wrap up, and then Wayne gives it the uh, to the golf course. <laughs> to the golf course. <laughs> and so uh, they, they, that's the end of that scene. Uh, we uh, we end up. Going to the gym, the basement uh, is is the name of the gym. If, right, if, right. For for those who were paying attention for trivia last week, uh, so Riley <laughs> and Jonesy happen to show up at the same time. Uh, they go through their everything's fine again. Oh yeah, no everything, everything's great. Great, you know. And, I mean, Katie's always asking me to do stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, because, right. You know, I'm happy. Right, and, and then uh, Dax and Ron are right behind them. And whose brothers the Rocket Boys? <laughs> <And> so <laughs> that whole thing starts off. But then. 
The first appearance of Dax and Ron. No, sec- right. first sec- this is second. second. Dax and Ron were in first oh, episode. Yes, the last. Uh, but it's the running. That's the um, the second exact scene right. essentially. So, so with first, them, the first, first one with them yeah, together. First, first episode was individually. This is both of them together. But as that's going on. Uh, the main DJ, we don't have a name for the main DJ. Right. He walks by uh, and this Alistair. Yeah. Oh, Alistair Westwood Yates. Ah, you yes. remember? Yeah. Nice job. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, and this, this, this thing happens. Bang. How'd you know your dad's safer when I fist his ass, bud? We got real <laughs> dirty with his dangle, bud. I fucked your dad with chapped lips and a runny nose. Fucked your dad with bad breath and B.O. <laughs> so Dax and Ron, yes, they are gay, but they're gonna fucking lay it back on you. Yeah. Just, I mean, you you say fag, and they're gonna they they got the chirps that Shorzy does not have. Right, so. they have the right to say those chirps. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> whereas anybody else. So yeah, I, I, and it was very it was very low and fag. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't hear that part, that's what he called him a fag, and that's where that led. So that was Which the same. I I loved seeing that because right. I have I a friend who is a very radical feminist queer mm-hmm. and they have a button that they wear pretty much everywhere that says fags bash back. And that's <laughs> yeah. just, that's what I see right there. We're <laughs> like, fuck yeah. you bitch. I can take totally. you. That's- <laughs> uh, I- so up until this point, uh, the show has had a little bit of a problem with uh, gay people. Like there was a lot of gay panic in the, uh, in the first season. I feel like uh, this, like, uh, uh, these two are like the show really redeeming itself in terms of it because they are such perfect gay characters. Well, I think yeah. where they're like, yeah, I think with McMur- with McMurray, definitely he's, he's he was uh, he was homo like he, he was homophobic. I, yeah, but, like kind of he didn't want to be. He, but <laughs> yeah, he's uncomfortable, but not so yeah. much so that he would be violent about it. Right, and we we made he, we commented about it when we were that was um, a sled check episode. Yeah. Well, there were a couple of different times where I was like, and then this joke really kind of bothered me from the perspective of a queer right. person, but yeah, the, the queer f- person in episode the, one, yeah. the queer person in that scene was in on the joke. And so I think that's kind of, they, they started tentatively with that and it didn't quite go off the right way. So now they have right. the characters who are more likely to be like, oh, okay, they can say that joke. And it's nice to have that, um, that part because again totally. i love it as a queer person i watched i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, so go ahead uh this seems like as good of a spot as any to say it so this is the first episode of this show i ever saw oh, oh, is it? Uh, oh okay this is the episode that that dan used actually dan introduced me to the show using this episode <laughs> All right. and since then i have actually introduced the show to numerous other people using this episode i usually tell them watch season what is it three episode two this is four uh, four what, Four. Watch season yeah. four, episode two, and then go back and start at the beginning. And it's, <laughs> it's it's weird because like even though everybody in this episode is acting just slightly out of character, just slightly different, I think it's still a very good introduction to the style of humor. And you also don't need to know a whole lot about the characters. Uh, in order to enjoy this episode. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Letterkenny season one is kind of bumpy to get people into because at first it seems like sort of a national lampoon, like just some dudes hanging out with some hot ladies. <laughs> yep. so, and like, this is what I always do to get people into the show where I just like put on this episode and I fast forward through everything that's not screaming about goose. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you need to do that though. Like you and I disagree on this because I feel like you don't, 
Like, you, you don't need to know really Riley and Jonesy's back. You don't need to know about their relationship with Katie because you can pretty much gasp, grasp from the immediate, uh, like, these guys used to be bros and now they're not bros and it has something to do with that grind. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can guess that. You don't need to need the details. As soon as Glenn hits the scene, as soon as you see <laughs> that guy, you know what that guy's deal is. Right. As soon as... As soon as Stewart shows up, you know what that guy right. is. And that's and that's one of my favorite things about Letterkenny is that they do deal in caricatures mm-hmm. and yet somehow they make you care about those caricatures. True. Yeah. So it, it, there's a lot of depth to these to this paper thin shit. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's fu- here's what's funny I, and I talk, I've brought up the the caricature thing before but and it's mostly with the male characters that are caricatures. The, uh, Katie, I think, is probably, I mean, the most straight <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, normal, I don't know how you would say it, but she's. I feel like caricature. it's established that Katie's the least straight. Well, well, <laughs> she's, well I she's wouldn't go least, that far. She's, she's the least caricature like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um, so, I mean, the, her and Bonnie McMurray and Angie and Mary they're Fred. They're kind of anti stereotypes if right. you think about yeah, it. Yeah, they're just. Like, Katie's yeah. kind of one of the dudes. Yeah. And then, um, what was the second one you just said? Like, a Angie, so Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie McMurray is this. You see her for several seasons as this super hot, like little tiny thing who's yeah. obviously a young college student. And then you've got the Halloween episode where she was like doing all these charity things. Right. It's like, hey, look, this hot chick actually has a brain, and like, <laughs> yeah, and you don't usually oh, see it, that. It, it leads up to one of the like best long game jokes uh, because every the running gag is that every time you see Bonnie McMurray and she's super hot, all the guys <laughs> and Katie go, bon- oh, Bonnie, Bonnie McMurray. McMurray. Yeah. And then, and then at uh, uh, Dax and Ron's wedding, uh, they make they're they're doing their like round of puns thing, and Bonnie McMurray comes up with a pretty good one, and uh, Dan gives him her an approving. Oh, Bonnie McMurray <laughs> <laughs> just changes that. the tone totally just a little bit, and it's such a good small gag. And I love yeah, it. I mean, even though a lot of the things that they do are re- redundant, there's st- enough stuff that they do that is, that is kept fresh. In a different, uh, they keep the redundancy fresh in different ways, like that. So yeah, that's yeah. that's that's what's great. Yeah, because that's one of the things that bugs me a lot usually about watching comedies is the same gag over and over and over again. Bazinga! Or, right? Or <laughs> yeah, like, the chicken fights in Family Guy where they last for like five fucking minutes. And you're just like, I'm turning the goddamn oh, channel God. right now. Like that shit. Or literally any gag in Family or Guy. Or literally at this any point. gag. Yeah. In, yeah, any gag by what's his name that you like the Orville, but it's I the same d- shit I do to like. Me. The Orville. <laughs> Whatever. The Orville is solid. Yeah, the is. Orville is surprisingly it's... okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was um, fine. Yeah, the it's two, like this show is... I watched. <laughs> <laughs> like this show is like all about like creating and then subverting pow- uh, patterns. Yes. Like the my favorite joke is the um the shamrock hockey players mm-hmm. and the way they speak in a round and then that round <laughs> slowly degrades every episode yes. until like Boomtown is just <sighs> saying crazy nonsense for his turn. Like, One time Boomtown in two thousand ten, we're just jerking <laughs> his shit and jerking off at the same time. <laughs> Hello. I'm no one laughed at my story. I'm feeling self-conscious. Oh, I love Boomtown. The, 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 the way he delivers that I'm feeling self-conscious reminds me so much of Jason Alexander. And George is getting upset. <laughs> it's that level of comedy. Uh, Pass off to the guy who plays Boomtown. Yeah, it is, his name oh, is Boomer. A, his, yeah, his name is 
Are we solving something? His name is actually Booz. It's amazing. Uh, So we should probably say the bit of trivia Marty found about Riley and Jonesy. Do you guys know about the movie they were in together? Together? I didn't know that they were in together. I knew that. Okay. So so I know that uh, that Jonesy and and Derry were in uh, Goon 2 together. Right. Uh, That movie rules. Uh, Both Goon movies kick ass. Yes. Yeah, actually. I was very surprised. There is a uh, there's a Canadian television movie called Mr. Hockey. It is about the season where Mr. Hockey, Gordy Howe, uh, <laughs> returned out of retirement to play hockey alongside his sons. His sons are played by Riley nice. Jonesy. Aww. Riley is rocking a bitch in 1970s mustache for this movie. Um, but yeah, can we so find they, this they in have, America? Uh, uh, I will find a way. <laughs> Marty so, told me this fun fact, and I almost flipped a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, Riley and Jonesy are hockey bros, but they've also been hockey bros. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I love a pun. That's uh, fantastic. Okay, so let's continue with this. We will <laughs> sorry, get to more honey, trivia sorry. thoughts and stuff at the end of the at the end of this stuff. So, see, this is why I keep him around. He's the one that keeps us on track. <laughs> this is why I have color commentary. Right. I will go with a thread. So, yes, dear. So we uh, so we show up. <laughs> At the uh, Letterkenny Gray Granite Copper Crick Whistle Ridge Golf and Country Club, oh. <laughs> where the where the coach uh, <laughs> is uh, is hitting his tee shot. Uh, the Hicks show up and oh wait 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 uh, yeah go ahead thank you I am very good <laughs> thank you I love I, that thank you I am very good <laughs> yeah the uh, coach is my favorite character <laughs> oh, this, this is, this is, is the so first great. time well, the first time we've seen coach outside of the hockey yes. ring right yeah. yes yeah. And this is also the first time we get a little bit of detail of his character yes. uh, about his wife. Yep. Yes. Barb. Uh, yeah. so, and and pro- probably my favorite line of this. Oh, yes. Is, my favorite. Is, is uh, your wardrobe color scheme looks like a Bob <laughs> That's my favorite line. That's my I looked over at him. I'm like, this one. We're doing this line right here. Uh, looks like a bipolar <laughs> spell. Uh, so, I mean, the Bonnie McMurray line of, um, uh, like, how does your wife let you leave the house like <laughs> yeah. that? My wife has been dead for three years. Well, one look at you, and it's pretty clear she's in a better place, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, and, 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 and while Mrs. McMurray is saying that, after after uh, Coach reveals that his wife has been dead, uh, Mr. McMurray is just making the jerk yep. off yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just slowly. It's so uh, funny. So then we cut, we cut back, to, we cut to the dollar store. Glenn and the skids are showing up. Uh, for as like rival gangs, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Jonesy's in there between them, and uh, so yeah, there's this whole uh, trying to get uh, trying to get uh, Jonesy's attention, uh, and there was one thing that I noticed in, in this that I had never seen before: rolled hits Stewart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that kind of threw me. I was like, "What? What are you doing? What are you doing, Roldy?" <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, so that 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 whole part kind of starts off with the, that's the that's this is the instigation of the the whole thing between Glenn and the Skids and uh, good and evil and the good and evil and the rips reps and revelations uh, that carried <laughs> over from last episode. Uh, so that's that's kind of brief. Uh, then, um, then, uh, we cut back to the golf course. They, uh, they're putting up coyote decoys because that's worked at the other, uh, the other golf course. Uh, there's conversation. That's re- another one. that's really brief. Cut back to the dollar store. Uh, more, uh, skids and Glenn are actually trying to get, to get Jonesy. And what my favorite bit of this is, <laughs> is Glenn talking about 
Everyone knows cheese is the milk of Christ. You've hit the mother load of cheesy yumminess when you pick Christ. It's a classic. Bread, wine, cheese. And also, cured and salted dried meats. That's the flesh of Christ. Huh? See Corinthians. Bread, <laughs> wine, cheese, meats. Christianity is a charcuterie board. Come have some charcuterie with Christ, Jonesy. Mm-hmm. You look it, yummy. I love that the joke like lightly invokes the imagery of lactating Jesus. <laughs> the milk, the of, milk Christ. of Christ. Yes. My, uh, my favorite my favorite part about that is uh Jacob Tierney's delivery, because he's already like asked Jonesy, do you like bread? Come over here to get bread. Do you like wine? And but he realizes he's losing it. And then he delivers his line like, Do you like? And Jeez. there's a pause. Cheese? <laughs> and he delivers this line, cheese, because in such a way that he's like, that Glenn, you can tell, clearly said that with no idea where he's fucking going with it. Oh, oh. I said the cheese thing. I got it. What do I do with this? Now? Because of cheese and why? Oh, no, no, cheese. No, cheese. No, there we go. The oh. food thing is the only thing that's worked. I need more right. of that. I got to feed these boys. I mean, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, and so like yeah, do, 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 uh, and Riley shows up uh, right at there, and he's uh, Jonesy's so relieved to see him, and he's there to get the, the sour candies for Katie. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, yeah, then uh-huh. we, why don't you get a lot? No, that that's uh, that comes later. Uh, I think is uh, no, actually, yeah, no, you're, no, you're right. Right. Yeah. Thank that you. one. You are <laughs> right. I, I thought there was one more, <laughs> but no, you're right. Uh, yeah. Why don't you just get? You, and then he says, "Get that's a whole bunch and put them in a the, jar." Right. You're the smartest person I've ever known. <laughs> the, the, the delivery of that from Riley is so heartbreaking right? because he is like legitimately like overwhelmed with emotion. <laughs> like he just misses this guy so much, and hearing the, like, the brilliant shit he says is just like making him about to cry yeah. it's so it, the guy that plays riley is killing Dil- it in this moment dylan playfair is awesome and you know he's he's and it's funny he started and well, uh, we'll we'll get to we'll get to trivia later. About that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm trying to hold so many of my thoughts and my Same. questions. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. Through the Trust me, we'll go through thoughts, theories, trivia, observations, all that stuff after we we're almost there. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I need someone to like trank me every time. <laughs> so uh, back to the golf course. Uh, the the Hicks are giving Coach more grief um, <laughs> about the about the 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 gooses. And uh, we get this. Look, the geese gooses. They're just pheasants with better marketing. Yes. <laughs> They're just pheasants with better marketing. And so, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a great line. Mark Forward is great. Uh, I, I, he's he, annihilating. Oh, he's, he's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, uh, and they're, you know, they're just more riffing on him. Back to uh, any. We, we, we forgot a ahead. very important thing in some of these. Like when, when the Hicks start, like, before the coyote thing, mm-hmm. he has a trash can with his caddy. He brings right. out so he can kick it. Right. Well, and, yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's coming. Yeah. Oh, where, I thought that was this. Yeah, scene. I think that's at the at the at the very end where he where he where he, he acquiesces at the very end. The, the, the caddy also has a little sign on a stick. That's embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> I missed that. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, we, we get to the produce stand because uh, Katie has, is not with them at, at the uh, at the golf course anymore. 
She's sitting there in her chair, and Riley shows up with his big bag of sour candies. And he says, she goes, oh, no, I wanted the sour jelly beans. <laughs> and then, or, you know, did you see anybody else there at the dollar store? And, well, I saw Glenn and Stuart and, and, jo- and, Jones- and Jonesy was there. And, well, maybe Jonesy could get them. Or is he, or is Jonesy gone? And he's like, no! <laughs> it, it echoes, yeah. gone, gone, right. gone. Jonesy gone, and so, Jonesy gone. Yeah, so he, mm-hmm. he runs back. Uh, flash to the dollar store. There's the, the montage, this music going on and the skids are trying, uh, skids and Glenn are both still trying to get Jonesy to come with them. Glenn looks like a, like a brimstone preacher yeah. out there. <laughs> and, 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 oh. and this is what we, we asked about earlier where we were trying to figure out like how much time passes. Right. right. And yeah, I'm willing to say that they stood there like that for 30 <laughs> to 40 minutes. If yeah. Not more. Well, especially <laughs> that, because of who was it that, uh, Mentioned about the skids in the scene. Oh yeah, you that, were telling me earlier. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that was. Uh, which one was that? From Instagram, uh, Robert Forster uh, from on Instagram was talking about that. We'll get to that in a second when we get to the very end. Okay, uh, but yeah. They're, they're, they're doing that. And then Riley shows up and he puts the hand on the window. <laughs> it's like, Oh my Jonesy. <laughs> Jonesy just runs off to him and they take off. Uh, then back to the golf course. Uh, they're giving him the coach, the final bit of grief. And he says, fine. <laughs> he goes, we won't <laughs> oil the eggs. Uh, we, you know, I'll, I'll, and Wayne hops out of the golf cart. And he says, you come look me in the eye, shake my hand and tell me that. So he does that coach goes back over and he's telling the guy to put his, his, uh, the trash, the trash can, uh, <laughs> he puts the trash can, he kicks the crap out of it, breaks it up and then has him bring the golf, the golf bag. He kicks the crap out of the golf bag. <laughs> and, uh, then, uh, we, uh, they, they're, they're parked. Everybody, all the Hicks have taken off. They're parked next to the little, uh, the water, Mm-hmm. Uh, at, the, at the golf course and then somebody brings up you know uh, t- talking about oh <laughs> mcmurray talking about the uh the the goose's feathers are uh not only aerodynamic but aquadynamic and that ants could use them as kayaks <laughs> <laughs> bonnie mcmurray also gets like mrs. An McMurray. MVP. mrs mcmurray mrs mcmurray mrs. Yeah, yeah, sorry. mrs mcmurray gets an mvp line of just goose <laughs> and then just real quick waiting going you're fucking <laughs> right and she, i was gonna bring that up i love that and she's part. got it and she holds out her, her gin tonic and, and shakes it <laughs> all right uh, but yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a bit earlier where the, where the four dudes show up Our three Hicks plus McMurray, they show up and it is, it's one of my favorite bits. They show up to make, to mess with, uh, with coach and to just reference in case you're wondering where Mrs. McMurray is, Mc, McMurray explains if my wife were here, instead of getting some <laughs> cocksucking <gym tonics." laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, so, and that and that's really where it ends. That's uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, forty three minutes. <laughs> a, uh, yep, forty three minutes. That's, that's for twenty four minutes. Well, it's not it's not it's not our longest episode yet. Not yet, um, but we're not but, done. But so uh, I, I, let's get into thoughts, theories, questions, and trivia. Uh, uh, but uh, let me, we got some. We have some that we came that came in from the internet. So let's bring a let's let's hit those real quick. Uh, from Reddit, we have Jersey D seventy nine. Saying, how funny is Melanie Scrofano uh. as Mrs. McMurray? And she is a f- fucking hoot. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't get into the MVP, other. Yes, yeah. exactly. I can't like really get into the other show that she's on. It just isn't my cup of tea. But she's so everything that she's in either makes me super uncomfortable in <laughs> in Letterkenny, yeah. super uncomfortable, or laugh like the loudest laughs. Yeah, and yeah. I like that in a person. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you are you talking about Winona? Or- have, yeah, we haven't watched that yet. I I've I saw a couple episodes with my mom. Oh, but she really likes that show, and it's it's okay. It's it's been uh, on rotation in my household lately, uh, simply because of the Letter Kenny right. connection. Yeah. It's definitely, and that's uh, the only reason I kind of want to think about watching it. I had never really, when I saw it, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> but, it it depends on like your your particular uh, uh, tolerance for sci-fi. It's spelled S Y F Y. Original programming. Uh, it's 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 like it's a crappy. I gotta Buffy be in the mood for that. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Hey, so, I love Buffy. You do you uh, like Buffy so, a lot? Then, I liked Buffy twenty years ago. <laughs> then, so uh, from Facebook, we have uh, Valerie Lopez says it's clear. Valerie. That Wayne, uh, yeah, Valerie's been on our show a couple times now. And she's uh, Patreon. It, it, she is a Patreon patron. Patron. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it's clear <laughs> that Wayne is an animal lover, but the McMurrays? Uh, oh. I, I, I think there's a backstory to why they were so adamant about protecting the, the geese. Gooses! Um, what's your th- origin theory for that? So I, I, uh, mm. I think, honestly, that th- there has to have been something that they did early on in their relationship that has given them an affinity for Canadian gooses. I, I have, I have yeah, a theory. I have a theory and it's slightly like deeper and heavier, but um, you'll notice at the, the point where Mrs. McMurray gets angriest uh, is when she says, you don't fuck with yes, motherhood. The babies. Right? Oh, She's mad yeah. that they're killing And she babies. keeps touching her, her um, lower belly, actually. Yeah. I, I, the actress did. Is, I'm not sure. Is Mrs. McMurray infertile? That, that is a very Interesting. good point. Ooh. They, they, may, they may have discovered early on that they couldn't have kids. And then they might have been like, well, we can't have, like, she can't get pregnant. So let's have a lot of sex with a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. Yeah. The you lifestyle. Know, uh, it works out really well for our yeah. lifestyle. But like, I think, I think that for her particularly might be something to do with it. They'll probably never get into it. I hope they never yeah. do. Right. Uh, but this that, is just like well, a head it would also make sense thing, why McMurray is so protective of how upset she is about it. Yeah. Because that's actually something yeah. that I wanted to bring up. Like she escalates so quickly about what she would do if she could get her hands on him, basically yeah. like send anthrax, drive a car into a crowd. Right. Like she is fucking pissed and he's like it's okay baby i know it's okay i'm with you baby like you can tell like he's he's angry on her behalf but he also knows that it's personal for her in yeah. some way interesting yeah i mean and, 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 and they great and relationship they, they, good relationship yeah. oh yeah i mean they're perfect yeah. for one another absolutely yeah but uh so yeah i mean because i mean they've they've hit on abortion before you know and and it's which has been brief it's like yep that's it and we and we've moved on and it was not you know a, a big thing so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if if that was really the statement here. So really good theory. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so then uh, from Instagram we have uh, Bobby from JB memes and stuff. He goes, I love Bobby. how McMurray is in such a raging panic when he pulls up that he has all these good news to Wayne without right. without the usually 
uh, the usual interruptions that he right. has. So he just, he just <laughs> wins, through wins just like, come on, go through it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's, I can't. I'm doing the thing with my hand that nobody on the podcast can see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brian, he's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Let's go. So yeah, that, it, he, he, he pitter patters through their normal yes. like introduction. Yes. Bit. How are you when good? And you, 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 you got time for the pleasantries. We got <laughs> yes. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty great. And then, uh, and then Robert Forrester, uh, Robert underscore Forrester 18 from Instagram. Uh, and this is what you were talking about earlier. He says, I like how the skids look like the monkeys from 2001, a space odyssey yes. when they were trying to get Jonesy to come over to their side. Uh, he says all uh, to help. Uh, and then I'll put also the, uh, helpeth against the heathens and how Glenn, sk- uh, hisses at the skids three different times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was his observation. That absolutely was that scene. Cause as soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, I can totally superimpose each scene over each other right now. Yeah. So yeah, that that the whole the yeah the monkey thing, the yeah, jumping was, up yeah. and down and hitting Stewart. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. They were uh, gorillas. Yeah, and then uh, from Discord, Reagan. Uh, we've got a couple things from her. This is how many fusses does Letter Kenny have? We've got a back bush, the ag hall, the golf course. Will there will there be more fusses? God, I hope so. <laughs> in the future, what will they be? All of them. And then also, <laughs> uh, she a says, you know, she says, you know, one thing I appreciate about Letter Kenny is how the Hicks are portrayed as smart, not just clever, but intelligent and progressive as opposed to being portrayed as backwards and basically a stereotypical redneck. And I know 100% that uh, that the portrayal uh, exists because Jared Kiso grew up in Listowell. She says Listy. She's from Canada. She's in Ontario. Uh, if he had grown up in, say, Toronto, Letterkenny would be wildly different. As someone who is essentially a hick, it's spectacular to see that other hicks are portrayed more than just stereotypical deliverance-style character. Yes, so that that's a that's a huge point because just any fuck when Letterkenny has such a following from people that a lot of us would not expect to be following the show yeah because of this exact thing um <laughs> including including far right yes, jays as you far jays yeah that's the that's bane. pretty much exactly what I was going for in that like they they, <laughs> the they don't of see my the existence. intricacies and stuff they see the jokes and think haha they're making fun of gay people mm-hmm. or they see um like the other day well, they hear the McMurray was, saying cunt yeah and that's all they can hear is well he used the word cunt so therefore yeah um and yeah it's 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 interesting the perspective that Kiso is and um, Tierney are, are mm-hmm. coming this coming to this from because, like you said, each one of the characters is a bit of a caricature of yeah. something, but they didn't take the caricature to where the average cinematic whatever would do with it. Right. You know, a movie or a TV show perf- um, portraying these humans probably would be completely different. Yeah, because they wouldn't come at it from this perspective. True. I think that's why we all decided like somewhat unconsciously to use the word caricature as opposed to stereotype. Cause nobody, Glenn is a little bit of a stereotype. But he's, but he's, and I see Glenn as more of a stereotype of not of what I would imagine up there. He's a a stereotype of a Southern evangelical type. I mean, that, that voice. In fact, in fact, yeah, it's true. And he's also a Southern dandy. That violet is a weakness. Glenn dances on the razor's edge a little bit. Like, yeah, he's, he's right up to the point where I would start being like, ah, you're doing a gay priest bit. But like, he's, yeah, he they they just like always know how close to get and then dial well, and it think, back. I think I think one of the things is that like Glenn is apparently fairly out to the community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's never really a, like addressed, no. but like everyone it's just knows. Accepted. It, it, it's not like the 
And it would be way less funny if he was like a closeted priest. Yeah. Well, and like, the, or closeted. the only thing I think that's ever been really brought up with that was in um, the last episode, the season election. four, episode one, where, yeah, well, that too, but where he's like, I lost my church because they didn't think I was, you know, what I was preaching or they didn't like how I was preaching to my people or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, did you lose your placement because you're gay? Yeah. Which would be a very, <laughs> right. for someone I mean, who is an outed the, priest. Yeah. He has a girlfriend in the first episode, Jenny. doesn't he? And Jenny. Been she's been in there. The, t- she's yeah. been in there physically once. She was. He was there on the phone with her when when Wayne mentioned that that he thought that the ostrich might be dead, and right. then and he's riding his bike. Jenny. And he's on the phone with Jenny. Did you hear that? The ostrich was dead. They fucked a dead ostrich. Yes, I know what they're called. Go look at my. I, yes, I know what the male ones are called. Go look at my browser history. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they, 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 they also refer to him as the gay yes, vote during exactly. the election yes, episode. That is, like, yeah. The entire De- town's yeah, gay Devin, vote. Devin says, uh, roll, and roll. where's my gay so, vote? <laughs> oh, hold on. So it could be that like he comes out like around season two and the show just treats it as not a right. big deal right. at all. And it, yeah. it could have just happened off screen, just like the abortion. That's yeah. kind of one of the things that yeah. I like about Letterkenny is like stuff that American TV would make a huge deal and dedicate a very <laughs> special episode to. Letterkenny just does it off screen during the during the season break and just moves yeah. on. Because yeah. there's better shit to talk about. In a very sensual episode about Letterkenny. <laughs> no, it just reminds the Letterkenny me of like, after school special. Well, it reminds me of like watching Saved by the Bell. A yeah. very special episode. Yeah. Jesse experiments with too much caffeine <gasps> which we all know meth or speed or however you wanted to call it back then like it was it was crystal meth yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. what my friends were doing that i was like you guys are crazy um so just fucking say it letter kenny's like i'm just gonna fucking say it. yeah well yeah i mean and, and they don't shy away they don't shy away from the drug use nope the, uh, or, I mean, the, snorting, or the sex snorting coke that is laid out in an anarchy symbol is the, <laughs> my favorite scene so far in every episode of letter Kenny. So yeah. And anyway, hey, hey, I'm sure you guys have covered this on your show somewhere, yeah. but maybe you can, cause I've, I've had to Google a lot of stuff to get jokes on letter Kenny. Um, I will point out that be, I learned what shell actually was. And then I went and bought two <laughs> NHL video games because of it. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> Do you, what exactly are rips? R- rips. That's the, that's doing Coke. Yeah. Like doing okay, lines. Yeah. Coke. Okay. Yeah. I thought rips was whippets. That, that's no, what I thought yeah. the entire yeah. time. Well, and they oh, have different okay. words for, it. I mean, whether it's sneef or sniff. Um, <laughs> and well, that's what I was saying, the, right? Cause, cause like the Hicks, have talked, about, the, the Hicks have talked about, co- about but the Hicks call so it something rips, different than the skids do. The, the yeah, Hicks the, call it schneef. Schneef or, or snooters. Or snooters. <laughs> or basically anything that sounds like you're sniffing something up yeah. your nose. So yeah. Whereas, Which makes perfect right. sense. Yeah. Ri- yeah. What's, ri- what's so what's I thought the, rips was something no. else. What's the term for meth? That like for like doing meth? Do they have like a lingo? For I that? haven't heard. Uh, I mean, I remember. They, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they've called it meth. And uh, yeah, I think they're. I think they're just like pretty straightforward on that one. Like we're that gonna, was, that we're going not a fun to drug. do rips yeah. and also some yeah. meth. Yeah, it's so, not a fun drug. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. So one. aside from you know, I mean, like the uh, <laughs> where, where uh, the after gay leaves and they were talking about you know. The, do uh, mass quantities of hard drugs. That was kind of, I assume that's all, all of that was in there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've, I can only recall them referring to meth as meth. They, yeah, they call, yeah. they call, um, they get mad about letter County being called a meth town. True. And that's the only time yeah. that I, rem- that I'm even like looking it up. Like they don't Yeah. say meth. They don't talk about. 
That's kind of cool that they treat that. They they don't give that one like a fun right? nickname, like Ritz, not yeah. Roids, as in take Ritalin, <laughs> right? <not> steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All the other drugs right? are funny. <laughs> the, yeah. The, 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 here's the crossover that I'd like to see. Uh, I want Jesse Pinkman to show up in Letterkenny and teach the, teach them how to make the blue. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> From Breaking Bad, Breaking Letterkenny, and uh, yeah, that and uh, then Stuart. Hey, hey, don't be stepping on our our, our stupid shaves his head. (laughs) We're the ones who are breaking television shows, my friend. Yes, because of how frequently we reference Breaking Bad on our show. Uh, Well, we just, I just watched Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul for the first time because when it came out, I wasn't really interested. And then uh, I had watched, I had an actual like semi summer vacation this year for the first time in many, many years where I didn't have anything to do after teaching. And so we watched that <laughs> so so yeah, so, yeah Which but, I enjoyed very much my, so, so, that I yeah. did. my girlfriend has an annoying tendency like if my if my if my girlfriend really likes a story and doesn't want it to end and doesn't want the characters <laughs> to go away she just won't watch the ending <laughs> so it's been like eight years now and she's not watched the last season of Breaking I've Bad. never met anybody else so that does that I totally do that <laughs> Sometimes uh, I want to like make a reference to Breaking Bad. I can't watch Better Call Saul if she's in the house because she hasn't. Because like it's Tiara, well, it's, it's very. Oh, it's not even, it'll be the, it'll be the end of the season. She doesn't want the season in, so the season finale will sit out there on our DVR for three or four months until the next season starts, and then we'll watch that episode right before. It, yeah, so or like. There are entire yeah. series where I was like, I know this series is going to end. I'm not going to watch the last season and a half, <laughs> um, which we have several seasons on our DVR that really we should just delete at this yeah. point because I'll never watch. Them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any so, other, yeah, any, I've never met anybody else like that. Any, any other thoughts, theories, questions, trivia, et cetera? Uh, well, there. Uh, we go ahead. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I, I want to say I do want to apologize for just like throwing off the no, rhythm. Of your, like, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, we do uh, we do that on our uh, own quite often. Oh yeah. On, the thing is, the thing is, on on our show, we pretty much have to comment on every scene. <laughs> With you, I assume that like most of your listeners have are watching Letterkenny. For us, we assume that the people listening to us have never watched the Andy <laughs> show because why the hell would they? I watched so, it when so I was a kid. To, so. Yeah, I watched it when I was a kid. So so we have to explain the scene, talk about the scene, explain the scene talking yeah. about the scene uh so so my uh also throw it out there you do not have to watch the andy griffith show in order to listen to breaking mayberry <laughs> should point that out um, um an hour in anyway, so the, the thought i uh, thought i had the conversation we had in my house last time we watched this is um how much do the skids actually want to bring jonesy over is it more I, about having jonesy or is it more about screwing with i, I think i think it's more oh about yeah screwing with Glenn. yeah I mean, I think there's probably uh, one of their guys just left. So there's probably a little bit of a gap. Yeah, they've lost Devin Um, and they've lost Gay. And And Stuart is a notoriously emotionally needy person. So I think like any chance to get like another uh, culty person into the uh, into the fold would be appreciated on their end. And Stuart does have kind of like some jealousy, like a complex thing about hockey players in particular Mm -hmm. uh, stemming from his relationship with his cousins who are famous hockey players. And he kind of grew up in their shadow and thinking they hate him. So if they could score a hockey player to their tribe would be a huge get. for Yeah. Yeah. Maybe especially so, a I hockey player think, that used to be his ex's or like who is his ex's ex as well. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the Katie. Yeah. He's been obsessed yeah. with her for a million years. So, yeah. But I still think the majority of it is just like screw Glenn. Yeah. It's just they don't want to they don't want Glenn to grow his right. his 
congregation. Uh, a feeling I have about this episode that I'm curious if you guys get the same vibe from is that I sort of see this as the culmination of the Jonesy Riley love story where they not like, like platonic love story where they, they kind of realized that the thing that made them happy in their relationship with Katie wasn't Katie. It was each other. Um, and them sort of embracing that aspect of their relationship to each other, that they're not just <laughs> like guys that are friends and are teammates, but are actually sort of in like a very specific form. Of yeah. Love. Well, that's kind of when I, when, when I, I don't know if you've listened to our fuck fight furnace segment, which will be coming up in a moment, uh, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> where we, every episode, uh, up until this season, I always included Riley and Jonesy as a single entity. So, so when yeah. we got to fuck fight Ferda, it was always Riley and Josie. Now, because they are separate, they're individuals. Dax and Ron, on the other hand, are are a single entity. So, and yeah, that I kind of wrote that same thing that it was like Riley chose Jonesy. Right. Decided he came back from Katie. He like decided he didn't want to lose his best friend. It was totally the culmination of like watching a uh, watching like a mini series like Downton Abbey, and you've got the last episode mm. where they come running back to each other. That's the fucking scene we just had. Yeah. They are in a relationship and they have re- realized why they're in this relationship. It may not be that they want to have sex with each other, yeah. But they maybe now are like maybe our thing is we just have sex with someone else together yeah <laughs> which i love that well yeah no kind, uh, uh, kind uh, of katie was a way for them to have sex yeah. with each other because like <laughs> that's, that's basically the plot of e2 mama tambien as well um, oh really yeah. tunnel buddies uh, <laughs> uh but also like like, like compa- compare the way that this is handled to the way that it's handled on like a show like scrub mm-hmm. you know where like the joke is always that these guys are friends but under like with scrubs it's very weird because it's there's this underlying like no homo yeah, aspect to absolutely. all of it because because they keep ta- calling out how gay their relationship is uh to the point where like they even sing a song about loving each other and that gets real annoying after a while whereas with this it's just like yeah these guys yeah, love each yeah. other and it's not it's that's it we're done yeah they, there's they no, do yeah, there's do, like, no the, need to explain they, it they any do further the last scene of the there's graduate. no performance to it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the performance. That's that's right. The right I phrase mean, because I mean, yeah. they talk about they do they kind of do reference the no homo thing, and that where they talk about when sometimes you, when you have to sleep together, you can sleep pole to pole or hold a hole, but never sleep pole to hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one time that they've kind of gone through that. <laughs> was yeah, that they, uh, was that before or after that's, this? Uh, that's uh, after this. this. Episode. Not after this. I think oh, it's after okay. this. I mean, they, yeah. <laughs> So but, they, they, just, they just call each other buddies, yeah. buddy. Yeah. They're just yeah. buddies. Or but, but after this, they sort of start, uh, like, double dating Ronnie and Daxie a little right. bit. Yes. Whereas, yeah. yeah. They start kind of teaming up. It's like, yeah, we don't, not... we don't want to sleep with you, but you're basically us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, we're both, like, romantic units. Let's go get a right. beer together as, a, as right. couples. You know, you double know date. what? <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm going I'm to zoom out a little uh-huh. bit here. Um. And say that like the other um the other real aspect of both Riley and Jonesy and also uh Dax and Ron, they're all very vain kind oh, of yeah. like self self-interested Not, people. A lot they're of a little bit interested of in how they look. They're, 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 they're all narcissists narcissists. So they like to gravitate towards people that remind them of them. Yeah. Yeah. Ry- Riley reminds Riley uh, Ry- Riley reminds Jonesy of Riley. And vice versa. So they work together because they are most like like eighty five percent of each other yeah. anyway. At that point, 
both you know physically and metaphorically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The and so now my curiosity about this this well the the choice that Katie made was it to force Riley to realize his relationship with Jonesy. Because I mean, is, I feel is like it, why, the, the sour candies was very manipulative. Like yeah. she is she, is she doing is she doing that to say, or is it was the or is Jonesy gone? It, 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 maybe she Jonesy was trying gone? to find, is, is he still there? Maybe I'm sending you back so that you'll fucking talk to him and sort your shit out and be buddies. Uh, I think Katie was just kind of doing the thing that Katie has always done, but now there was only one guy instead of two. Like she always kind of like treated like she flicked cigarette butts at them. <laughs> she uh, like she would like threaten to break up with them at a drop of a hat. So she was always kind of like busting their balls, but now this time it's only Riley there. She, she was probably so there yeah, it, a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean that, that's kind of part of Katie's character and something she kind of grows out of as the show gets gets uh going is that Katie like Katie kind of likes to use people and Katie likes to find you know people who are weaker than her that she can bully around a little bit to get to do stuff for her. and she's slowly growing out of this uh by you know by the end of the last season she's like all right I can't do this yeah. anymore I need to pick one person and kind of try to have a relationship. But she's not. Tr- but but she's she not trying to have. And she doesn't yeah, know how to do that. She's not trying to. She's not trying to have a relationship with Riley. She just kind of sends him off. But she. But I. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind. I mean, like, had he brought? Had he come back with the with she the jelly tracks. beans? What would she have done then? I mean, would it have been? Oh no, those are not the. I mean, is she's she keeps sending him to back to where Jonesy is. So I just I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh that's kind of one of the things that makes because me she secretly doesn't like either of them. Yeah, like she doesn't act she like never she likes somebody butts. that you don't actually like. <laughs> she likes the sex. They're yeah. kind of they're yeah. kind of like dogs yeah. to her. Like they do like like uh, Squirrely Dan says up top, you got him well trained, and she basically like she has affection for them, but the way that you would have like a like a dog like a like a pet. They're pets to oh, her. Oh yeah, and. Um, and- I, I, this is this is not a judgment on Ooh. that character. I think we've all dated somebody that we don't actually like. I think we've all done that. And if everybody's thing. in agreement, uh-huh. yeah. Which in this yeah. episode, it's like, well, maybe he's not so much in agreement. Okay, then, and she's like, I, figure I, it I've out. never done that. I don't know what you yeah. guys are thinking about. I've totally <laughs> never. I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, none of my, my exes listen to the show because I'm sure they wouldn't want to hear my voice. But. uh... <laughs> My dating history is pristine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never been married three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never married someone I didn't actually like. <laughs> um, I've only been married once. <laughs> what's, hey, hang on a second. Like, what's the divorce count in this episode? Uh, Five? Oh, uh, shit. He's had two. Okay, well, two now for I feel me. like a nerd. <laughs> None for me yet. <laughs> I'm probably the, I'm the oldest one of us here though. So, <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, pull, yeah, pull, pull, pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> so, I, my only dislike of this episode is that it doesn't have enough goose things. Like I could go for like forty five more minutes of just them screaming about the magnificence oh. of goose. Yeah, here's the thing: we've 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 gotten to an hour and eight minutes of this episode at this point, and we haven't talked really about the goose. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> Okay, uh, favorite one. Uh, favorite, favorite goose joke. 
Uh, mine is without a doubt, Mr. Uh, McMurray's. I've noticed that in the worst and darkest times of my life, there was one set of footprints <laughs> on the sand and they were wet. Absolutely. My favorite. <laughs> Majestics of ornithologies. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's mine from Squirrely Dan. <laughs> You don't have one. Uh, I don't have one, but I can say that I am a fervent like. Don't you talk bad about Canada gooses to like all of my neighbors who think they are a huge menace at the park down the street, and I'm like, yeah, because you walk up on them to scare them away instead of just walking by and ignoring them. They're, <laughs> they're the, gonna fight back. You know, damn it! You know it's funny though. There, there's a video that you may have seen on on Facebook of this woman. I don't know where she is. She's in a park somewhere, and she's she seems like she's probably run you know she's maybe she's the park manager or whatever and there's this goose out there i think that's been scaring people and she just walks up to the goose she's like oh yeah and she grabs it by the neck not hard but just enough to pick it up and move it the fuck away yep. she's like okay this is enough for you ted she's not a big woman I have, either, mixed, so. I have mixed feelings about this episode because i genuinely fucking hate <laughs> canada goose how you dare you? I, I was I was attacked by oh, Canada see, gooses as a child. It was, it was traumatic. What did you, I, what did you do to those this, Canada gooses? Right? <laughs> Absolutely yeah, you nothing. Probably deserved it. Oh no, that's your problem. You were probably like being a child. I mean, how yeah, you probably a, a child? dick kid, Marty. I may or may not be a teacher, but my opinion on children stays the same. <laughs> I'll watch kids get attacked by Canada gooses all day. I don't give a fuck about your kids. Uh, oh my god, that's beautiful. Fuck your damn kids and their goose with their gooses. They're usually chasing after. Yeah, if I know anything about you, it's that I will take a goose's side over you as a child. One hundred percent. You will take a goose's side over me as an adult. Yeah. Especially if you're gonna try to oil the grease your head, goddamn it, fucking. Oh, good McMurray. Uh, yeah, that's a good. Hey, qu- yeah. question. Uh, uh, earlier, w- earlier, one of your uh, your listeners said that or asked if there would be more yeah. fusses. What, what do you think is the funniest place that they could put a fuss? Oh man! Well, you could have a fuss. <laughs> a fuss at Modine's. You could have. Yeah. Uh, you could you could have a fu- you could have a fuss at the gym. Fuss at the fruit stand. I, I, but let's, let's let's the, the fuss episodes generally take the hicks out of their oh, element. Yeah. So where would you well, move them to? I would I would do like a fuss at the ballpark. I want to put them at well, a baseball. I mean, because you could have a fuss at at the hockey arena because they're not they're not usually at the in, inside the hockey arena. They, they're they're usually outside. I mean, like when you had the uh, was the yeah the natives the native flu episode. Yeah. Anytime the natives come to town, they yeah. go and help protect but i don't park, think they're hockey fans. park outside right. the yeah, rink. yeah I, I could stand to see wayne getting a fist fight in a church <laughs> yes i think yes. yeah i i i think that's now yeah on my I, I, you list. know it could be to help glenn get his job back at the church oh, it just beats up the current right. priest <laughs> i'm down we don't with that want none of it because because yeah because that kind of goes back to the uh did glenn get fired because he's homosexual and so, you know, because he, he he does not abide by the DGENs from upcountry who are known to be sexist, homophobic, and racist. And racist. So, yeah, I could see that. that a, a fuss at the church. <laughs> a fuss at the yeah. congregation. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a, a fuss at the community college. <laughs> Who's going to community college? 
Oh, Dan. Yeah, I, I think Dan I, is. I, I, Dan. We can yeah. meet Professor oh, yeah. Trisha. Dan's got his woman's yes. studies class. Yeah, I think I think I think that if 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 something was really upset in Professor Trisha, like Dan would yes. call in the, oh, the God, gentleman to help oh, the community college. Because you know, you and, know, Kiso and Tierney are listening to us right oh. now. So there's your million dollar idea so, right there. Yeah, and who? <laughs> who and that which brings to mind, who do we cast as Professor Trisha? Oof, that's hard. <laughs> Me. So, I mean, um, the problem is it's got to be somebody like my, my immediate thought was Julianne Moore. Um, it's got to be Canadian. She's got to be Canadian. It's someone Canadian, right? Someone Canadian. Um, then I'm not up on my Canadian TV think actresses. About this. Uh, so. And when I say think, I mean, look on my phone. Google foo. <laughs> List of Canadian actresses. Yep. I don't figure it out. Wait, uh, Ellen. Wait, have, have you, have any of you guys watched uh corner gas? Not yet. Uh, that's that. It's that, on the list. That's okay. on it's, the list to watch. It's it's definitely scratching my letter well, it, itch, uh, even though they're very that, different. That shows. may be um, what we do after you know once we catch up uh, to all the all the all the seasons with this. We may uh, we do, we'll probably we're going to probably look into doing some more interviews. Uh, in fact, I've, I'm talking with Patrick McNeil, who plays the uh, the the uh, the skid Connor uh to to come on for an interview uh, we kind of sort of you were taught you were going to be talking to camilla, Bonnie Mc, yeah yeah C- camilla cole uh and like Bonnie so, mcmurray i don't know anyone's real name sorry <laughs> and, and i did i did kind of put out to jacob tierney yesterday that i'd like to have him on the show <laughs> but guys I've, I've got i've got a pretty uh obvious canadian actress to play uh okay. patricia and that's ellen page too young too oh, young god I I had that up on my Way too phone young. because I know, she was on. No, I'm no, watching. No, no. I'm rewatching no, uh, Trailer it's, Park it's, Boys, and she's on the second it's season. Never, it's never established how nope. old Professor Trisha is, and it would be very. She's funny like 22. If Burley Burley would get all this. <laughs> she's not. She's a grown woman. She was 22 when she made uh, Juno, and Juno. She was looks like, like she's she's still playing and like teenager and shit. But, she's 32. But, 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 no. she's when the baby. universe collapses. <laughs> When the universe collapses, Ellen Page but, will still but look twenty-two, and, like, and, and that's the thing, and that's what that, it would be so funny if, like, this giant dude, Squirrely Dan, was getting all of his information and getting here, all this but, from a but here's tiny. The thing. So, what about tiny, one in their forties who actually would be the potential Miss Trisha from right, El, from that, Little Kenny? So, because Little Kenny, Miss Trisha, and Little Kenny is black. Well. She's darker skinned than the white kids. Right. She's not black, but well, she's dark. She's, she's like probably my color. Well, she's also voiced by a black actress. Okay. So. Yes, that is true. But um, I was going to suggest because if we're looking for a Canadian hmm. actress, there aren't a whole lot of least. Oh wait, no. I fa- shit. Did you know Raydon Chong was Canadian? I did. That's, that's exactly. She would right. be the right age. Yeah. She would be the are perfect you, age. Are you also looking at at, at uh, you know Google? Uh, <laughs> I have oh, massive differences from Canada. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raydon Chong is. Yeah. Okay, I think I got a good one. Sandra O. Oh. I could go for uh, that. Hails yes, from Canada. I should go yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. I go for that. But I would definitely, if we're if we're going to go, because it's 100% my theory that Miss Trisha and Pat- Professor Patricia Trisha. are the same person. And if that would be the hmm. case, she would need to be at least, let's say, 15 years older than them at minimum. Yeah. So, would, yeah. And if we're guessing at, that yeah, they're in least. their mid twenties, more, more like twenty right. years older. So yeah. if we're guessing that the characters are in their mid to middle twenties, yeah, then she'd be my age in sure. her forties. Yeah. So that's that was kind of where I was going with that thing. I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm All right then. There we go. Make it happen. Radon Chong yeah. or Sandra. Oh, I'm. I'm. Jacob I'm Tierney, get after it. <laughs> or Nev Campbell, <laughs> but she's not brown. But Ooh. still, she's 
about about the right age, surprisingly, because she's my age. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> she still looks like, well, I still look like I'm 30, so. You do. Ow. Black don't crack, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. Tatiana Minzlani. Can we get her oh, on the show? I love her. Uh, yes. Would love her. I mean, what? <laughs> She's great. She's, I mean, you fucking play with how many characters did she play on that show? Oh, Jesus. Do you watch Orphan Black? Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I watched Orphan Black for about three or four seasons. And then the story kind of went up its own ass. And I couldn't follow it. Anymore. Yeah, I got into, I think I got into the start of season three and then I was like, I'm so tired. I stop. I just need things to stop happening for an episode. Stop oh, escalating. Yeah. Always. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, but she was amazing at that. So yeah, um, I really I, th- I feel like they miss an opportunity. To, like it would be funny to see some promotional material where Tatiana Maslany plays every part, every <laughs> character on a different show. Like just like just do the letter Kenny like fruit stand, but Tatiana Mas- they're all Tatiana Maslany. Oh my god, she's, she's, she got, she's got she's the just, overalls she's, on the cutoffs. She's, <laughs> she's just wearing a fake beard. Yeah, just just. Want it? <laughs> they should do that. Uh, you know what? They could do that on the when they uh, what's the Red Nose Day when they have the uh, the the sketch comedies that they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or or, or like an any oh, yeah, entrance totally. or, or I, intro I'm, or something. I, yes, yeah. let's make that happen as well. Done and done. So so if you haven't heard if you haven't heard us do fuck fight Ferta before, fuck fight Ferta is our version of fuck Mary kill. Um, so, mm-hmm. it, but we don't believe in, uh, this is Canada and we don't kill anybody. <laughs> so, uh, we, 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 fuck unless them. they're native, we fuck let's them. be realistic. We, we, we fuck them. We fight them. Or we're, we're, <laughs> which is, we're, fr- we, we're just friends with them. Yes. So, so this is what we do. Fuck fight for it. Yeah. We need to, we, Hey, if you're out there listening and you have some kind of an idea for like a theme for that part right there, we decided we need something, just a little, something, just a little bumper. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck fight for it. A bumper. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so uh, and we always start off with Wayne, uh, and, and it's just about this episode. It has nothing to do with any prior episodes. So would you would you fuck him? Would you fight him? Or would you fur to him? Would, would he would would he would he be fur to boys? This is an easy mm. decision for me for once because yeah. in this episode he just needs he needs a friend to stand next to him and, and be like, yeah, we're gonna fight for these these gooses mm-hmm. and. Uh, so you're you're going further. I'm going further. All right. I I mean, okay. You you say it's only yeah, this episode. Only this episode. But this episode. But this episode is the episode of the show that I'm on. So this is my only, <laughs> time, my only chance to fuck Wayne. Hey, yeah. You want to fuck Wayne? You fuck so him. You, He's very pretty. If, if you only if you only get one shot at fucking Wayne, you fuck Wayne. Listen, so, I agree. Right, I, I really I really respect your willpower to not say fuck Wayne every single time. Like. Uh, <laughs> It's impressive. It's I'm I'm Demi. I'm very picky. <laughs> but you, 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 I don't. Have you ever fought Wayne before? I don't think you've ever fought Wayne. Um, no, because mostly he thinks like me. It's yeah, because he, he he follows you on the on the spectrum. So yeah, yeah so. Well, he's got some different uh, different so dots Dan, on the spectrum. So Dan, where are you? Oh, I'm definitely okay. fucking Wayne. Yes, right. like right. yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, Miss Katie. <laughs> Oh shit! I, I used I used no, my no, fucking. No, no, no. This is, this is, you guys can fuck everybody. It's totally okay. Yeah. I have to. Oh, okay. I, I have to. Um, by the rules of our game, I have to like think about just this particular episode because I'm in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, like for me, 
I would probably say fight because I think she's treating Riley like shit, making right. him go to and from the store over and over again to get her something that she could get off her ass and do it herself. <laughs> well, Wayne's got the truck, so at the golf course. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I, I, but she didn't even go with him. Like when not, I ask you to get me stuff, she, I'm sometimes with can you. She, can she not Uber? Can she not Uber eats her summer right? candies? <laughs> right, like DoorDash is my jam, man. Bring me a bring me a Slurpee from Seven oh, Eleven and make that happen. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Marty Dan, uh, I I I can't use my. Uh, this is my only chance to fuck them joke <laughs> twice. So, Who says? Um, guess I, guess I blew that uh, one early. Uh, so I I got to I got to fight Katie. She's a right. dick in this episode. She's not she's not even super helpful <laughs> with the goose situation. No, well, she, really. she's very she just, she's, she's very a, pragmatic about the entire. She suggests putting up the yeah. uh, the decoys, and if you notice, she doesn't touch a single one of them. She just kind of stands around. <laughs> that's what she does. The it is what she does. The that's that's quick. Yeah, yeah. She so she's a dick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fight Katie, and then she's gonna like destroy me with one kick. <laughs> See the cooter. as she does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, based off of her behavior in this episode, I can't imagine that Katie would be like a pleasant person to have sex with. I feel like there would be a lot of yelling and telling me to get right. candy. Uh, so I think, can I like have a, like, can I have someone like stand in and fight her on my behalf? Can I get like a champion? Wait, to, like, actually, uh, now that Dan has said that, I'd like to change my vote to the fucking, uh, I would like that. <laughs> no changing. Too late. This is a pen. So, uh, so Danny, you fight me. such or, a liar. I'm I'm having someone. Yeah, I'm right. fighting. I'm doing. All right. fighting. Uh, Squirrely Dan's. He didn't. Yeah. Verda. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a Verda. Verda, because like he and I are just gonna yell about I, the like, gooses. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Dan and Derry are the same yeah. on this one, right? Like, That's about all they did in this episode was stand up for the gooses and make some jokes. I'll, I'll stand along. Expert. I'll stand along them. And- <laughs> Couldn't hear you. <laughs> I said. Everybody's a fucking expert. Everybody's a fucking expert. <laughs> I I want to yell about something with Squirrely Dan so much. Like I just want to be next to Squirrely Dan when he's very very he's upset a, about something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that I in my head that's what I sound like when I'm mad. I know it's not true, but in my head I'm I I make myself stop yelling because that's what I am imagining. <laughs> I just realized, like, from you doing that, and I can see you in the webcam, I just realized from doing that, that, that Squirrely Dan, Squirrely Dan is, in fact, a live-action yes, Yosemite yes, Sam. Yes. Absolutely. And a little bit of five horn If I was, was going to pick, if I was going to, like, recast the Lillian show, Kathor Jason would be the voice of yes. those people. He's he's uh he's Foghorn Leghorn when he's happy, and he's Yosemite Sam in the brief moments where he's extremely a, a cross upset. between Yosemite yeah. Sam and the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude is just all Looney Tunes. He's every Looney Tune antagonist. <laughs> His and he dresses like a little bit Flood. of Babs Bunny Jake in there. Jesus. Yeah. His his scream of and everything Shania Twain's ever recorded is oh yeah I mean, that well, and, and it was less, from Les Hicks about <laughs> you cock on a vine <laughs> <laughs> so all right so we're all Ferda for Dan are we doing that for Derry as well yeah 
All right. Yeah. I figured that was the case. Yeah. I say, yeah, like it's my show. And I get to make that <laughs> you, decision. Yeah. you make your decision for yourself. That's fine. Um, uh, the, uh, let's go with Mr. McMurray. Oh, um, I'm having oof. the fight between I him think- being completely not my type, but also really kind of loving the way he defends and picks up on the emotions so of his I mean, wife to like fight for her. That's a furta thing furta. for sure. Okay. At least, a, right. at least a furta. It's definitely it might be not the first time I'm furtying McMurray. Uh, uh, uh. Can can I can I break the rules a little bit? You do you, boo. I, I say that I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna fuck the yes. McMurrays together as yes, they would I, like it. I would go as for they that. would prefer. I would go are for you, that. In this changed? episode, I would fuck them together. All right. Because he's not my type, but she is. All right. And together, yeah. they yeah. are very attractive in this episode because he's like, "Baby, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna do it. Whatever you need, I'm gonna so, do it." Is that a, so? We it's a it's a it's a uh, threesome across the board. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All that's right. an interesting one. No, I'm I'm pretty sure going with both McMurray's would be mind blowing. <laughs> they know what they're doing there. Um world changing. R- Riley. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, f- yeah, Ferda. I for Ferda, he needs yeah. he needs one. He needs buddies. I would, I, I, he needs a crew yeah, buddy. He needs a crew. As he says. I need a crew, buddy. Sometimes spotter. I'd you fuck can, Riley in this. Right. I, I want to make him feel well, better. still got yeah. Katie he can fuck. It's Jonesy I would fuck because he ain't got nobody now. Yeah. Well, he, he can fuck <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> He'd be his altar man. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> or Rold. I'm pretty sure Rold would be all about that. <laughs> um, uh, so so we, we got two furtas and a fuck for Riley. What about Jonesy? I'm fucking... Absolute furta. All right. I'm gonna fuck Jonesy too. I'm, I'm, I'm not right. discriminating. I'm not yeah, right. players. Mate. Fuck him. Uh, you're gonna you're fucking Jonesy. I'm oh, fucking Jonesy. Oh, okay. That's what I just said. I, I missed that. I, I thought you said. Fred. But I said Jonesy doesn't have anybody. Okay. At least Riley has Kate. All right, all right. Glenn. I am certain I'm not Glenn's type. <laughs> if let's just say, let's just say that the, all all things look the same to him, yes. and I would still say no because okay. he's preaching fire and brimstone, so, and that's great. Are you fighting him or are you furtive? I'm probably gonna try and punch him because okay. it would probably be a one hit, one down. <laughs> like that's just how I imagine with him. Like when Stuart get hit, got hit in the head with yes. a baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so that's a one fight for Glenn. What else will we got, uh, Marty Dan? Okay, in, I don't most, really- in, in most cases, I will side with Stuart over Glenn. In this particular one, because we get real sassy Glenn, who's just like, oh, my God, I just I you're boring me. You suck so hard. He's just like being like real <laughs> shitty to them. I kind of want to hang out with that guy who's like making. So I'm going to say Furta. I'm going I'm to get me some charcuterie for Christ. Right. And uh, and I'm going to go. Well, I'm usually I'm on that. Furting him, but. Uh, 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 and also, like, like he's the one who doesn't like. He does try to like call Jonesy over, but the other guys are just like calling him like <laughs> yes. a dog. Well, he does like, by the end. No, they're, he's, they're like, slapping his oh, thighs. They're, they're and he's calling yeah. him like a dog. They're okay. They're pretending okay. to be yeah. monkeys. <laughs> they're, yeah, like he's he's being very uh, condescending to Jonesy, <laughs> and they're just like, "Hey, we're monkeys. Come on, we're some monkeys, <laughs> man. This is gonna we're rule. fun monkeys. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And we you make a good games. point. You make a good point. Yeah, they got the chill. Yeah. 
Like, they're just like, hey, we're going to advertise what you're getting with us. Basically, chimps. <laughs> He's like, come here, boy. I'm trying to use psychological manipulation to get you over I've got, here. He's being a little I've got creepy. Food. He's, lying about, he's lying about how much cheese he has, <laughs> yep, which is probably none. Uh, the milk of Christ. Yeah. He can stop and get some cheese on the way home. <laughs> he's right at the dollar store. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we've got a fight and a furtive for Glenn. So what's what's the other one? Uh, I think I'm going to say fight, but I feel kind of bad hitting Glenn very hard. So just like a very <laughs> a very light hit on just Glenn. a punch in the gut. Maybe yeah. maybe smack him. Yeah, smack like him a, once or twice. A smack and like, come on, man. Open open right. hand. So, open hand. So yeah. Like how, open so, hand. Yeah. So okay. how how, right. how uh, Wayne did to Devin uh, in fart book. Yeah. yeah. Was, yes. <laughs> just a firm yeah, just, get you together. Just a smack him. <laughs> Sort yourself out. Maxim Sensen. All right. Start. Eric. Stuart. Baby, start. All right. So. <laughs> Ferda. Ferda for Stuart. <laughs> That's all he seems to be about in this episode. Just, come on, do do drugs with me. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna right. I'm gonna align with uh with Jonesy and say, That's a fight on sight, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're going to fight some Stuart. I'm going to fight Stuart. All right. All right. You know, honestly, the the skids itinerary of hip hop, karaoke and video games has always been pretty enticing. So, like, yeah. I think I'm going to furto with the skids. I think I'm. I mean, yeah. Well, because, so, uh, yeah, the next one I have is rolled. So, I mean, nobody's going to fight rolled. <laughs> Just all of the skids together in this episode. There weren't individual in this one. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I, I put them in there and cause they both have things to say. I don't, I, I mean, if, but yeah, I, I can, I, but do you, nobody wants to fight rolled. Any, anybody who says they <laughs> fight rolled should immediately be arrested. Like, right. Yeah. Thought crime. Yeah. No, just, that's a bad. Yeah. No, not so an every, option. So everybody's furting rolled. Everybody's yeah. furting. <laughs> but Stuart gets one punch. Um, that yeah, seems that fair, right. honestly. Yeah. 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 That seems yeah. about right. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I mean, actually, Roll did hit Stewart <laughs> <laughs> when he was the age. He was counting on him. Yeah, um, Coach, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> fucking embarrassing. The entire episode is about fighting, Coach. If you don't yep. say yeah. fight here, where the fuck are we doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, out. No, nobody is put. Nobody punched like, Coach. I kind of want to angry fuck him though, but <laughs> he'd say like, the funniest shit. <laughs> what? That's that's probably, pretty much why he'd probably call you call you Barb in bed. Yeah, he'd probably call himself. <laughs> I mean, and when he calls himself fucking embarrassing, I'd be like, yeah, totally. No, you know, I mean, oh Barb, oh shit, that, no, that was fucking. That you're, was really you're, you're, you're looking at you're looking at an ED premature like, yeah. situation, and, and and also by his own admission, he'd rather be jacking off. Yeah, <laughs> true story. That is the second that's right, joke the Valentine's you beat me to. episode. <laughs> Uh, all um, right. So, and our, uh, I think this is the last one. Uh, 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 Dax and Ron. Fuck them. Oh, definitely fuck Dax and Ron. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I still don't like, I'm still not a fan of chirping and like flirting that way, but they're funny. Hey, yeah. Not hey, something. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, fuck. The, the, the fuck it when he had his finger <laughs> over his, <laughs> had his hand over his finger and was using his thumb. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, as in both uh, the joystick and uh, uh, yep. I was laughing so hard. Uh, so those guys are funny. Fucking those two guys, you'd lose like three days, but it would be great. Like it would be worth it. And, that would and, be then, a, need, and then immediately and you'd have to get go a to shot. a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You, you, you got to get a, a advantage uh, of that free Canadian healthcare immediately. And now, and and something something else that was brought up that that I should have done and I didn't get the music oh, for yeah. is an in memoriam. 
for all the garbage cans that coaches get. Oh. I, 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 I say we do that. that was going. I thought you were going to say know, an right? in memoriam for Barb, and I was like, oh, no, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, no, but I was actually you know, thinking you of have, doing something I can like find a picture of Barb, whoever, whatever. I, I, I mean, it's, it's Barb from Stranger Barb from Things. I died three years ago. That makes total sense. If we're doing one for Barb, Coach has made it very clear in the Christmas episode that she was fantastic in bed. Like, he does a 40-minute monologue, basically. Are we considering... So, Barb disappeared into the Upside Down. Are we saying Litter Kenny's in the Upside Down? (laughs) She she disappeared into the Upside Down in the 80s. Letter Kenny Canada... Letter Kenny Canada is the Upside Down version of Arlen, Texas. From King of the Hill. <laughs> Instead of propane and propane accessories, it's puppies and hay and barley. I saw puppies Rips. and puppy accessories, yes. <laughs> Damn it, Peggy. Damn oh, it, so and you know, and, so and I, did I miss anybody from the from the? I think I that was. All, I mean, unless you wanted everybody. to go with the 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 council of no, <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't think oh, so. One last one last observation before you sign off, because this is one right. of my favorite bits: is that the crowd that's around Coach gets yeah. smaller and smaller every time they pull up to him. They pull they pull up to embarrass him on the first hole when he, they clap and he goes, yes, I am very good. And there's like 15, 20 people there. And by the end, there's like three people. So yep. Yep. It's, it's a small gag, but it's very good. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and before before we do sign off, I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, why didn't you play this? Well, you know what? You got a problem with can of gooses. You got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. Ha ha! I played it, motherfuckers. <laughs> you let that one marinate. marinate. We were letting it marinate. It was so hard. It was so hard not to reference that. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> it was so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just not saying it like the word marinate is just carved into my desk 30 times now. I, I, I've actually had like like a typewriter next to me and I've been doing a Jack Torrance style marinate, 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 marinate. Uh, All marinate and no play makes Jack a bull boy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to edit out that typewriter noise. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, man. Fuck. This was, a, it was this was lots of fun. Yes, I mean, hour absolutely. and a half. I mean, it's about. I mean, it's it's still not our longest. I love when we get into conversations like this, where we take a twenty minute show and it's an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> that just that's fucking fantastic to me. Uh, yeah. like, that's the kind so, of shit that I like. So one more one more time, where do we find you? Yes. And if people want to contact you and all that stuff, one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to Breaking Mayberry wherever pods are cast. That includes Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Apple. Uh, podcast and the podcast catcher of your choice uh you can also like listen to us on youtube we've got like one video up there and but the rest is all just uh podcast audio uh we are on twitter at break mayberry uh facebook.com slash breaking mayberry if you want to support us with your dollars you can help us uh at patreon.com slash breaking mayberry and if you do that you get access to our discord channel you get access to bonus episodes where dan tortures me with anime or we watch <laughs> you, you can suggest stuff for us to watch and uh and enjoy that um so yeah, you listen to Breaking Mayberry everywhere. Also on Twitter, uh, I'm Marty Schneider, so I am at Schneid Remarks, S-C-H-N-E-I-D Remarks. Uh, Dan is at The Luds with two Ds. Sorry, Dan, I took that from you. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, please come listen to us. Join us on Breaking Mayberry as we get into old-timey television. Again, do not have to watch those shows uh, in order to <laughs> enjoy the show. We're watching so you don't have to.
Thanks so much, guys, for joining us. It's been a blast. Uh, this uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to more of this season. I'm look, looking forward to more of Breaking Mayberry as well. Yes. Uh, we've only listened to, uh, I think, three episodes so far, but it's been been amazing, and uh, I highly recommend everybody listen to it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. This has been so much of fun. Of course. Yes, I mean it's it was it was great. I think we came across you guys uh, on the uh, the podcast support group website. Yeah. That's where we found. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hashtag Potter and Family. Yep, Potter yep. Family. Yep, and uh, yeah, and and uh, if if uh, another place that you can find us, I don't know if you guys are on the uh, Podcast Junkie uh, Discord server. Uh, that's another good place for independent podcasters like ourselves. We are not. To- Should we be? Definitely. Okay, I'll, send we will you, be. I'll send you. I'll send you guys a link uh, for it once uh, once we're off here. It'll also be in our show notes. But uh, yeah, there's a great community. I think there's they're almost up to a thousand different people on that Discord server who are either creators of or fans of independent podcasts. So great place to be uh, and find uh, find more audiences and uh, and and get new ideas. I mean, there's lots of great places, lots of great things for creators on there. If you if you're a podcast creator uh, or if you're just a fan, so yeah. Highly recommend. He's done all of those things a lot, yep. so you could you could talk to him. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks again, guys. It's been a blast, and uh, look forward to chatting with you more in the future. All right, yes. thank you for having us. Fantastic. Anytime. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! All right, take care. Bye. 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 Right. Thanks for listening to How Are You Now? If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe, give us five stars, and a nice review. If you have your own thoughts, theories, trivia, or questions that you'd like us to address, send us an email at howareyounowpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on any of our social media. This week's intro and outro music was provided by Disrupt the Paradigm. You can find them at disruptthaparadigm.bandcamp.com. Their information and links can also be found in our show notes. If you're an indie band and would like to have your music featured on our show, send us an email. Also, please check out our Spotify playlist for bands who have given us their music to play, as long as they're on Spotify, that is. The link to this playlist is also in the show notes. We'll see you DJs next week. <laughs>